And you'll have to keep score. Oh, crap. Okay. Let me get a piece of paper. So you'll need a pen and paper. I'll keep score. Don't worry. I'll keep score. No, no. That's okay. I'm the hostess. See? See that? I promise I'll be honest. (laughs) I don't trust him. I wouldn't either. He's our (laughs) guest. Future future American politician. Very trustworthy guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we have here... We should probably also as well introduce Isaac, I think. Yes, of course. Because <laughs> we haven't done that yet. We've just talked nonsense Wait, for 15 we minutes. We can just do this, introduce Isaac now, and then you put it at the beginning. Hello. You're listening to Brazil Nuts, an insane journey through the world of Brazilian politics, with your host, Larissa Peixoto, political scientist, and Gareth Davis. What you make when life gives you lemons. Coming up on this episode, we're talking to, that's right, to, Isaac Goff Mitchell from the Youth Vote podcast. Mmm, we have a special guest. It's very exciting. And of course, we take the opportunity to speak to such an insightful and knowledgeable guest by making them play a silly quiz. Please remember to rate and review us wherever you rate and review things, but not just us. Remember to go and rate the Youth Vote podcast as well. Become the rating and reviewing machine that you were always destined to be. Like Neo from The Matrix, except less pretentious. Okay, bye. This week, we have a treat for you. We have a guest, our first guest ever. I've never been described as a treat, but I'm honored to be here. This is wonderful. Yay. (laughs) So we have Isaac Goff Mitchell with us. He is from The Youth Vote, a super cool podcast where we were guests a few weeks ago. And we stunk up the joint, and it was <laughs> terrible. And we'd like to apologize yeah, again true. to you, Isaac. That was awful. <laughs> Especially Larissa, who was, quite frankly, very poorly behaved during the entire time. Dude! Can I can I tell you two something funny, actually, about the reaction to that episode? Really? There's a reaction? Yeah, well, a little bit. A little no, bit. Don't, I, I don't... I don't want to know... I do. Tell us, so, tell us, tell us. So up until that point, a vast majority of our guests are people who were politically engaged United States citizens under the age of 30. And so this was kind of a, a, a variation from the norm. And uh, universally, people who listened to the show reached out to me and said, you need to do that more. That was awesome. That was way different than what I'm used to. And it broke up the redundancy and I really liked it. And so now I'm like, well, where do I get more like random pairings of people from other countries who are interesting and unique you know so i i now have that job but yeah people loved it sorry people loved it so much <laughs> i mean every single person Yay! i talked to said that they thought it was a great kind of change in pace and uh i, I know a few people who have said they've started listening to your podcast so yeah i really think they liked it that's so cool we are available for more guest spots by the way <laughs> and our rates are very reasonable, I think. As in, find. we're free. Yeah, no, I'll we'll I'll have a conversation with her later, and we'll straighten this all out. <laughs> so, but they they enjoyed the fact that we were uh, that we were talking about something else, or that we were just strange I think, people. I think it was a, a mix of both. They liked that uh, uh, you talked about something that was different than what we usually talk about, but also that you two were just very big personalities when generally not to like talk negatively about any of the other guests but you get somebody on who's 24 years old and they're a state senator and they're very like to their points and sticking to their very serious yeah they're they're not going to joke around because they're fighting every day to be taken credibly so you two didn't have to do that and it, it made it interesting this week we are joined by the one and only the sensational Isaac Goff Mitchell from the Youth Vote podcast. Hello, the floor is yours. Yeah, Isaac, talk about the podcast also a little bit. Sure, yeah. So uh, as I was 
introduce, I was introduced better than I could ever introduce myself. Um, but I run the youth vote podcast. It's a podcast that focuses on, um, young people in politics with a, an American kind of lens and focus. Um, and to, to say that we don't have a, a progressive left wing bias would be a lie. So that that's something to take into consideration when considering, uh, your interest in the show, I know Larissa and Gareth kind of tend to lean far to the right, so it's kind of that difference. <laughs> that um, but uh, I, I'm personally a fan of the Brazil Nuts podcast. Uh, I, I found out about it when we last chatted, I think in December or January, and I've been listening um, since then. And so, uh, yeah, very different vibes on our, on our two shows, but I think that uh, similar end goals of educating people. Cool. Indeed, absolutely, absolutely. Now you started the special on education in the U.S. How's that going? And can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So the first episode came out. Um, uh, it's going to be one episode each week of March on every Tuesday. Uh, so five total episodes. The first episode we di- kind of dove into the history of education in the United States, which unfortunately is a history of a lot of inequities, segregation. And inequalities. So we spoke with uh, four individuals and dove into the history of racial segregation, but also something that I never learned in school, but the history of Native American boarding schools where uh, Native children were actually forcibly removed from their parents' homes and then uh, required to go to boarding schools in which they had to cut their hair, uh, learn English, um, and, and not practice any of their Native traditions. And this went all the way until the 70s, the 1970s. So like the some a quote that I, I, I said in the first script, it didn't make it onto the actual episode, but I said, you know, my mom was alive at a time when, when Native American children were being removed from their parents forcibly and pushed into these schools. So anyways, all that being said, um, the first episode is out. And then every Tuesday from March, we'll dive into different areas such as what is in United States education curriculum and maybe what should be in it. Uh, and then also looking at kind of the way that funding works. Uh, it's kind of interesting in the United States. It's based on local taxes. So that means if you live in a rich community, you have very, very wealthy schools. If you live in a city, you don't have very wealthy schools. And that really shows. Um, and then lastly, we're going to really look into kind of what you can do after you're done with your K through 12 and uh, explore some issues that directly impact teachers and really focus in on kind of the educator aspect of education. So it's going to be a good time. I love the, you can hear my voice, maybe this is the thing I'm passionate about is like, I love to do these deep dives. And we've been researching since November. I mean, it takes a long time to make these five episodes. And so it's like 20 something interviews and hours of research, lots of scripts, and we're now finally getting to put all of that out. And it's really exciting. Yeah, that's amazing. I listened to the first episode this morning. And the hard work certainly has paid off. It is a fantastic, fantastic episode of of what is already a fantastic podcast anyway. Well, thank you. They do scripts. They have scripts. I was just going to say this. Right. The thing is, is that when we did your show, we had the best time. And we felt very welcome, and it was wonderful, and we had an incredible experience. And then, for the next four or five days afterwards, I just sat in the corner of my room, and I was just thinking to myself, God, they're so good at what they do. They are so good at what they do. They're so good at what we do. He kept asking me, like, how much better than us are they? They're so much better than us. They're so much better than us. Everything as well. It's just so so (laughs) slick and professional. You know, know, they actually edit podcasts. It's amazing. It's interesting you say that because I have a similar response when listening to your podcast because like I'll listen to your podcast while doing the dishes and I'll laugh out loud like I'll be listening to it and literally I'm laughing out loud as I'm listening to it nobody listens to the youth vote and laughs out loud or if they do they have a really weird sense of humor and they're laughing at the wrong things like they shouldn't be and so like it, it's so interesting you say that because sometimes I listen to it, what you two are doing and I think like, oh, I'm so jealous because they seem like they're having Aww. so much fun. And it's just like this like conversational thing. And I love what I'm doing, not to say I don't. But yeah, I, one thing I wanted to say real quick is I want to shout out Jamie Hobbs. She's the one that does all of the editing for my. She's amazing. Uh, yes. She is podcast, amazing. So, yeah. I mean, it's like without her, um, it wouldn't even be like a tenth of as good as it is now. So when you say you really think it sounds professional and all the scripting, that's 
that's her. She and is so, awesome. yeah. She is awesome. I know, I know for a fact that when we did your show, I talked a lot of nonsense for a long time. And somehow Jamie managed to, like, cobble that together into what sounded like not a mumbling moron. <laughs> and so she, it, honest to God, greatest. And uh, uh, is she available for hire at all, whatsoever? And I can I can connect to you. I can connect to you. Leave Jamie alone. Okay. All right. But that thing about you know finding stuff out that we should have learned in school—that is a feeling that I totally, totally relate to. Because often Gareth and I are doing an episode, and I research it, and while we're talking about it on the podcast, I go, "This is something that was never taught to me." I was I was never taught this in school and I should have I, I should have learned this and I I wasn't even taught this at university. I had to decide right. to do an episode on this, have absolutely no knowledge of this, especially the the series that we have on the states. So I'm talking about states that I've never been to and you just don't know any history on them. And it's just right. so bizarre. It's just absurd yeah and it's uh it, it starts to get uh, for me at least i get very conspiratorial and i'm like oh why did they choose not to teach me this and i think a lot of that's valid yeah and, i think it, d- it, there's no conspiracy it's just racism right no that's exactly <laughs> what it is i mean it, it, just it especially it, yeah it boils down to would this knowledge hurt white supremacy and if the answer is yes then you didn't learn it in a public yeah. school usually so yeah that's it's wild so we are now <laughs> on that note. On that note, we are now going anyway. to quiz you, foreigners, because we are now my turf. Because apparently we're we're done with the niceties now. Yeah. Of you know <laughs> all being friendly and pally pally. Now you are pitting Isaac yeah. and myself against I have each other. A little paper here with your names, so I can score you, and also some doodling. Okay, this is the quiz time for Brazil nuts. Okay, so... Did you write a jingle for this? Yes. Just, that was awesome. Just made it up. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I just... I, I think we we needed to have, like, a break for me to become Alex Trebek. Okay. Perfect. So, true or false, a variety TV host ran for president with the slogan, Who Wants Money? Who wants money? I have I have my answer, and I, I have like a really good reason for it, I think. Go which on. Is, I, I think it's true, and my reason for true is that when we last spoke, Larissa said that the way to understand Brazilian politics is take whatever happens in the United States times 10, and we had a reality host as our president, but he didn't do that campaign slogan. He did the Make America Great Again shit. So I'm thinking like maybe... <laughs> Maybe it's true because that seems like an even more ridiculous slogan. So I'm going. I'm I'm locked in with true. Gareth. Wow. See, I was leaning towards true <laughs> because of very much the same reason that Isaac uh, already expanded on. However, because Isaac said true, I'm going to go false just in case. I'm a gambler. Yeah, I'm going to say false. No, I I'll tell you why I say false. Actually, I think the campaign slogan is true. I think the person is true. I don't think they ran for president. I think they may have run for whatever not the president is of Brazil. You think it's a trick question? Deputy. Okay. Okay? Okay. But you're sticking with false. Yes. I'm totally locked in on false. Okay. Gareth is right. It's false. Uh, there is boom! a variety TV host who has a show in which he calls people and yells, who wants money to uh, to come to the stage and answer questions? And then he gives the money out of his pocket. And he, for many years, threatened to, to run for president, but never did. Is this what we're doing now, by the way? What? Is that the more questions we answer, you will give us more money? Is that what's no, happening? I have no money. Okay. All right. I will accept buttons. I also have no buttons. They're they're all on my clothes. If I give you my buttons, my clothes will just have no buttons. Do you not have like trousers with pockets full of buttons and no. just pieces of string and no. like fluff? Okay. Do you, so, Gareth? Sorry, I'm derailing it now. No, definitely not. <laughs> I definitely do not have any of that stuff in my pockets. Right now, apparently he does. 
Okay. Question two. Yes. On which kind of tree did Damaris Alves, Bolsonaro's Minister for Women, Family, and Human Rights, see Jesus sitting on? A banana tree, a guava tree, or a mango tree? Quick question. Are the dogs also answering these questions as well? They know there's no money involved, right? Yes, they know the answer. They got it right. If you can translate it, you're gold. (laughs) Sorry, what were the choices? It was mango, banana, and guava. 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 So we're not disputing. You're. We're not disputing that she did see Jesus sitting on a tree. It's right. just the type of tree. Yeah. That she saw Jesus sitting on. Yeah. This woman is a state minister. Right. If I was the son of God, <laughs> what would be the most comfortable tree to sit on? Oh, so you believe her. Gareth believes... Okay, so we're taking us in different approaches then. Yeah. You, go ahead, Gareth. I'm just thinking about what, what, how how practical would it be for our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, <laughs> to sit on a banana tree? I think, that would be, I think that would be uncomfortable, both for him and the tree. So, mango. Okay. I, I'm all in for I'm all in for the for the banana tree. I really think that that's the move. Okay. Gee, I'm right. Okay. I just wanna I just wanna point out here. Isaac Goff Mitchell of the Youth Folk Podcast is suggesting that Jesus was sitting on a banana tree. <laughs> I just, just wanna clarify that that was well, that was what was just said. You're both wrong. Yeah. It was a guava tree. Oh, and- oh god damn it. <laughs> I think you should after you should edit this and just have eh, after you guys what is, get it wrong. What is a guava? I don't actually even know what that is. I know what a banana and a mango are, but I don't know what a guava You don't like, know what, what, a, guava what a guava is? No, can I you, I wonder if I can buy that in the United States. Yes, you like, can. Sorry, there are guavas in the United States. I've I've heard this in several TV shows. <laughs> I've heard I've heard telltale of the guava. <laughs> Well, I've never been there. <laughs> You're not missing out on much. Um, <laughs> where can I find guavas? Okay, I'll look up where to buy guavas later. I'm going shopping after this, so maybe I can find guavas and I'll let you all know. Cool. Okay, all right. If you find Jesus on one also, immediately <laughs> text both of us. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, I will reach out instantly. Good. True or false, the military changed the official date of the 1964 coup from April 1st to March 31st, so it wouldn't be recorded as happening on April Fool's. That feels so ridiculous, but it also it also feels like a ridiculous fake thing to make up. And I'm getting I'm getting nothing from Gareth. Gareth's googling it right now. He's on Google. I think true. I think I'm I'm in on true. That feels like a thing that happened. Gareth. I wanted to say true as well. Right, the reason why I would say true is because I don't think you would have been able to come up with that question if it wasn't true. Because it's so ridiculous. That's kind of it's part of so stupid. It's so ridiculous. It's such an obscure and weird thing to do. I'm offended. That you wouldn't think of it. No, but nobody would think of that. But also, it is true. But I'm also offended. Yes! But you shouldn't be offended. I was celebrating your Yep, sensibilities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are Bolsonaro's pet names for his kids? The numbers and the orders they were born in the order they were born in. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. The cities where which where which they were conceived in. Okay, so the pet name is for his children. Well, it would explain. Empty car park in Manaus, Bolsonaro. If it was <laughs> where they were conceived. Mm, numbers, <sighs> Numbers. Because he is so feckless that I would be amazed if he remembered their names anyway. I think feckless is too nice of a word. Yes, I know, <laughs> but I was being I was being diplomatic. Isaac? I I actually was I, I was trying to decide between the Huey, Dewey, Louie and the places where they were conceived. So I'm glad Gareth went with the one that I really think is wrong. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to just dissent. I don't know. I'm, I, 
I think Huey, Dewey, Louie, and I think because there's like it's just a gut instinct. That was the one that felt right. I have no evidence or or logic, but I just think it's true. Do you think Bolsonaro is a big fan of Ducktales? No, no. Okay, fine. No. Good. Okay. That's another strike against him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Garrett got this one. Ding, 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 oh, ding. Again. It's the numbers in the order they were born. So he calls them one, two, three, and four. And the fifth one is a girl, and he's known to have said that for the fifth one, he weakened out and had a girl. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Mm. He's a very special human being, I think, really, honestly. Yeah, his first three kids are in politics. The fourth kid was banned from Twitch recently. Oh, interesting. Why, why were they banned from Twitch? Because he was saying hateful shit. Makes sense. Is that enough to get you banned from Twitch? To the point that he was saying it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is a quickie. All right, then. We need to do an episode on that. Oh, God. Okay, <laughs> quickie. So I hear Twitch is very big with the youth of today. I mean, Isaac will know this. But Twitch is very big with the youth of today. So therefore, you know, get that all-important demo. True or false? President Fernando Collor de Melo said his, his dick was red. He had that thing red. It was red is what he said? Yeah, I have it red. That seems like like he's sick. Like he has an, like an, a sexually transmitted infection of some sort and he's bragging about it, which is unique. I'm mm, <laughs> this, this one's really hard. But you said quick, so I'm going to quick I'm going to say yes. I think that that did happen. Because I know, again, on the principle of 10 times crazier than the United States, Donald Trump said his dick was big. So, like, it seems like the next step then to start describing it would be what they I would. love the yardstick that Isaac is just going with. What? Why? Why would he say his dick was red? <laughs> that is the For, question. Uh, in what, True or in false, what, Garrett? What, True or false? Why would you? Okay, all right, okay. Right. My problem with this is, even if it was a fetching shade of mauve, why would you then announce that to the world? And yet, I don't it's know, a question I don't you're have asking. One. I don't have Exactly. One. Exactly. It's a question you're asking, which means... He's trying to play mind games. He's trying to think of what I would think to ask. <laughs> You've seen that scene from The Princess Bride, right? Where... <laughs> I, yes. Wallace Shawn and Carrie Elba's face off against each other. Oh my god, just answer the question. <sighs> it's gonna be... It's gonna be... False. That sounded like false. <laughs> false. False. Fine, it's false. It's false, but I'm not convinced either way. It doesn't make sense. This None of this makes sense to me. <laughs> Gareth is right. Oh my gosh. Whoa! But, but it is a trick question. He said he had a purple dick. Is that better? I don't no. know. I don't know. What? He, he tried to make it... I, I guess to him it was like a, a question of manliness. And he just said it. I think it was while campaigning. I have it purple. Interesting. But, but why? I don't Did know. Did somebody ask him a direct question? I know. That's what I'm curious about. Like, excuse me, fellow. <laughs> It, was this was this uh, recorded? Like, can I watch him say this somewhere? I don't think it was recorded, but I can look it up. Don't worry about it. You already have enough research to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I on the other hand demand you look this up right now, <laughs> and we play it over the end credits. That's what I want. Fine. In my life, good. President dictator Figueiredo said that people smelt of horses, eggs, mm. or sewer. Mm. Mm. Now it's very different categories there. I've smelt almost all of those things up <laughs> close. Uh, uh, uh. None of them really smell like people per se. Yeah, but I try not to smell people up close. So it could be one of any of them. I'm gonna go with because I like the image horses. Okay, Isaac. I'm thinking. I'm thinking eggs. That feels like a bizarre. A bizarre comparison that a dictator would make. It doesn't smell of anything, though. It does. It does when it's bad, when it's gone rotten. I think that might nah, be that's the a good idea. Point. I don't know, though. That's a good point. 
Do people smell like rotten? No, but rotten eggs is very overpowering. <laughs> yeah, like sulfur, you know? Um, <laughs> if, if people smelt like that, you wouldn't be able to attend any town hall. Well, ever. I mean, sewage and horses don't smell good either, right? So Yeah, this is a, a dictator, a military dictator. He's not trying to be pleasant to people. So why are you, the two of you thinking, oh, does it smell like people? No, I think eggs. Horse. I think he would have had a history with horses, <laughs> being being a military dictator. I'm not sure where his experience of rotten eggs would have come from, nor sewers. So therefore, horses. Horses. Okay. I don't know how he's doing it, but Gareth is right. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do a rematch. <laughs> She's texting you the answer. I'm really not. We're going to do this every three months from now until Isaac wins. <laughs> okay. True or false? Politician Ademar de Barros defended himself from being called corrupt by saying he stole, but he also got things done. That's so cool. That's such a cool line. I, I don't know if it's real, though. Like, I know that... Uh, I, I actually know a United States politician who said that, but I don't know that... I don't know. I... What would Gareth say? That's probably what's right. I'm going to go with <laughs> so true. Now, so now Gareth is going to imagine what I would ask, <laughs> and you're going to imagine what he would answer. Great. Yes. This yes. is not going to take forever at all. It's true. I, I, I think that that did happen. That seems like something that would happen. This has very quickly become a high-stakes game of poker, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm trying to work out if Larissa is bluffing, and Isaac is holding an ace. Which I'm sure he is. I've got a two and a seven. You have nothing to worry about. <laughs> just... I can't play poker. Ah, the old snake eyes. Mm. <laughs> so, uh... Isaac, you said false. I said true. You said true. Ah, you know what? I'm gonna. I think it's true as well. I don't know why. I just have a hankering that this one is this one is on the money. As ding, they ding, say. ding 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 ding! You're both right. It is Boom! true. There we go. Congratulations. We go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay then. Which of these did not happen? The first president post dictatorship, Tancredo Neves, died before taking office. The first directly elected president post dictatorship, Fernando Collor de Mello resigned to avoid an impeachment, Fernando Collor de Mello's vice president, Itamar Franco, was caught in a sex scandal. Which did not happen? Yeah. I mean, you go, Isaac. I'm, I'm, I'm in the wind with this one. So we have a death before taking office, a resignation to avoid impeachment, and a sex scandal. I think the, the 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 first guy didn't die before he took office. I, I don't I don't buy it. So I think the other two happened. How about you, Gareth? <sighs> so two of them happened. Yes. One of them didn't. Yes. You have to pick and which we one. We have to work out which one didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah. Two truths and a lie. What's the lie? <sighs> which one would I make up, Gareth? <laughs> See, that's the problem I've got. I can, like, all of them are completely believable in every way. <laughs> ah, okay, right. So, death before taking office, resigned. To avoid impeachment. To avoid impeachment. Yeah, the first president after the dictatorship was indirectly elected. So there was this president, and then after him, there was the first directly elected president, which was Fernando Collor de Mello. And none of them are Getulio Vargas, who's the only one I know. <laughs> so. No, he was long dead. Mm. Died before. Right. I don't see how you can be indirectly elected and die before taking office. Okay. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. So. Because surely you're not, like, at some point somebody just goes, you're the president now. And unless during the point where they said, you are, and... The president now he shuffled off this mortal coil. Then, then there's no way that's happening. Okay, you both set. Yeah, with us. That's. I mean, no sex scandal. Oh my god, I'm gonna start sex timing scandal. this. No sex scandal because and the, the, uh, just your face. Sex scandal because I don't have a good reason. 
for it. I just wanted to say the word sex scandal, and now I have. So, sex scandal, that, that one. That's the one. Okay, for a really bad reason, Gareth is right. <laughs> so, Tancredo Neves. <laughs> Tancredo Neves. Um, some people think he was killed. So, there's a whole conspiracy theory. But he did die before he, he took oath of office. Uh, no the, way. The, the newspapers even ran like completely black covers the next day. How though? He, he just died. He was because there was a vote in the chamber of deputies in the in the Congress. The chamber of deputies and the Senate elected him. So he was elected, okay. and before he took oath, so he before okay. he took office, he died. Okay. What did he die of? Out of curiosity. There was a knot in his stomach, something like that. It was. It, that's the thing. It's really weird and complicated, and a lot of people think he was sick before. So apparently mm -hmm. he was really sick before uh, he was even elected, but he wouldn't let anyone know. And okay. then there's the conspiracy theory that a lot of people think he was he was killed. Okay, all right then. So, but he didn't die of his head suddenly falling off. No, no, but. There is a really creepy picture that a lot of people think he was already dead when it was taken of him around with his doctors uh, a couple days before he was supposed to take office hmm. because he looks dead. He just, he, it looks like a corpse. People are holding him up, waving his hand at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first directly elected president resigned to avoid impeachment and his vice president who took office did go to Carnaval and was enamored by a woman dancing during the parade. And she was... They took a picture together and she wasn't wearing any underwear. However, this was just seen as hilarious. It wasn't a scandal. Interesting. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. How do we know she wasn't wearing any underwear? Because the picture was taken from below. Oh, okay. So, okay. So... Okay. <laughs> we can't put that on our show notes, though. I don't, I don't want to be thrown off air. Oh, no, no. There, There is a little, you know, it's censored. The picture is censored. Like, but, okay. Is yeah. it pixelated? Yes. Did they pixelate her vulva? Is that what and happened? And it's 1993. It was already super pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, was which... it taken with a Motorola camera, perchance? <laughs> <laughs> which it was an oil painting. Which symbol was not used in a campaign against corruption? A broom, the image of maharajas, finger guns, scythe, and hammer. So the question is, which was not used? Yes. Which symbol was not used in a campaign against corruption? A broom, maharajas, finger guns, the scythe, and hammer. A broom was used in the movie Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. For somebody campaigning for the whatever they were campaigning for. Okay. And they were going to sweep the state clean. So I can see that being one of them easily, because that's quite a thing. Well, and, like, I think about, like, the hammer and, and scythe, like, that's just, like, are you talking, like, a communist hammer and sickle? Because that, I don't know, yeah. is... I don't. I don't. I don't know. Are the, are there prominent communists and that's in the point. And that's politics? the point of know. this quiz, and Isaac. Are they very anti? It's because you guys don't know. I know this is tough. Are there communists there um, who are allowed to say they're communists? <laughs> Have you noticed how intense this has got? Like all of a sudden, <laughs> like we started off just going knocking. Ah, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. And as we've gone deeper and deeper into it. Mm. This is taking some serious. And then fing finger guns—that feels so unprofessional. But then again, like I don't know uh, if it's a people's movement. It, you're the most professional person I know, Isaac. <laughs> no, and, I'm not. You know, quite frankly, <laughs> I'm not. To me, to me, I was leaning towards finger guns being true, but that's because I'm a rank amateur when it comes to life. <laughs> Which one wasn't? That's the question. I'm going to say finger guns were not uh, were not used, and then Gareth is going to say the. Th the actual answer right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I think finger guns is used. I think a broom is used because, again, it's in the movie Your Brother Where Art Thou, and it is something what? that, the, you know... The movie has nothing to do... It wasn't even that big here. I've never seen it's a it. 
very good movie and George Clooney is in it and it's I know. his best performance okay. and John Goodman is also in it and he's great I'm going to start singing the Jeopardy song again if you don't answer no but you, you step to a brother or art though I feel like I need to defend it stop I hate I can't deal with the pressure <laughs> the the hammer and scythe I think no wait no 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 no, you're locked in. This is no, like chess. No. You took your hand off the piece, I think. <laughs> <laughs> unless, it, unless it was right, then let him switch. No. No. <laughs> I'm not competitive. Don't worry. <laughs> right. The Maharaja doesn't make sense at all in any way, shape or form. But it's so it's such a random thing that I don't think he would have plucked out thin air. I like finger guns. I just like finger guns. Hammer and scythe. Hammer and scythe. It's wrong. I know it's wrong because it's gonna be. It's gonna be finger guns. I have a horrible feeling it's gonna be finger guns. But hammer and scythe. Oh my god! How how is he doing this? <laughs> Gareth is right. You're kidding. <laughs> no self-respecting <laughs> communist is gonna give a shit about oh corruption. No. I know a lot of communists. I know a lot of communists who are very against corruption. Yes, they. everyone is. But well, to yeah. talk about it is a very right-wing motto because then you don't have to talk about anything else. You can just say, oh, I'm against corruption, and everybody goes, yay! Uh, so the okay. Fernando Collor de Mello, who had to resign because of corruption, and also the one who said his dick was purple, would say that he would hunt down... Maharaja. Who is this guy? Who would, uh, who he associated with civil servants who got paid for doing nothing. So that was his model. The broom was used by Janu Quadros in the 1950s. So nothing to do with Brother <laughs> Where Art Thou. I wasn't saying a Brother Where Art Thou influenced them. What I was saying was that it's used in the movie A Brother Where Art Thou, and therefore it's a symbol that could be used in a political campaign, because <laughs> it makes sense. Finger guns are the informal symbol of Bolsonaro. He does it all the time. He picks what? up children in his lap and makes them make a little finger gun with his hand. Oh, so no. he has... There are pictures of him holding, like, two-year-old babies, two-year-old toddlers, and... Doing finger guns, it's ridiculous. Is he a big fan of Spider-Man 3, perchance? <laughs> the party he's trying to create, the number will be 38, the number to represent the party, mm -hmm. because of the caliber of a 38 pistol. That's how ridiculous Bolsonaro is. He seems like such a such an insecure man. He is. I get, I get those vibes. From uh, from every everything I learn about him just makes me not a fan. He's like a a peaked in high school kind of guy. I don't know. <laughs> Isaac, he's very very secure. He'll fight you. And he'll tell you if, <laughs> to prove how secure he is. Yeah, he's like our last president. <laughs> and some people think the next president. We'll see. What Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Uh, uh no. Oh. <laughs> I remember when Trump was angry that people were talking about his tiny hands. Yeah. He was so angry about that. Well, and during, did you ever see the clip during the debate where he addressed that? Yes. I did. That didn't was so know. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So <gasps> you have to see it. Yeah, Gareth, Donald Trump during the Republican primary, so, you know, whittling down the Republican candidates, he went up and he said, Marco Rubio, he attacked my hands. And Trump literally does this. He goes, look. Look, they're big hands. And he said, and he implied that if these are small, something else is small. I guarantee you there's no problem there. And in that moment, again, of course, American media did the thing that they did every time Trump ever said something, which is they said, look, he's finally crossed the line. Americans aren't going to vote for him. And then it is just through the roof in the polls. Like this was so good for him. Why are politicians... Obsessed constantly with their talking penises? about their yeah. Why are they constantly talking about their penises? I, I will say honestly, I, like if you want like an an actual answer, my bet, like my guess is is that in order to get involved in politics, you have to want people to like you a lot. And I think that a lot of people who get into politics are insecure. I mean, you get voted in over and over again, which is just the majority of people say they like you enough to keep doing your job. So I think these people are so insecure. 
most of the time that when they get attacked on whatever, especially the strongman types, I feel like they just get so defensive. I, I don't know. That's my non-academic answer, but... But at which point, Isaac, at which point are you standing in front of a press conference and you're delivering whatever information you have to deliver and all of a sudden it pops into your head, these people need to know the size of about my penis. my penis right now. Yeah, um, I, 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 I don't see that in my future. But I think that uh, <laughs> particularly individuals on the on the far right like to uh, like to share that information. It's something that it matters to their voters, I guess. It doesn't seem to matter to people in my little circle of, of leftists who don't Good. actually win elections. So <laughs> maybe we need to talk about that more. So Isaac, when are you running for president again? Yeah. And oh, no. uh, who who are you hiring as your campaign manager? <laughs> and my rates are very reasonable. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a scandal for so many Americans. Oh, he hired some guy from Wales. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Never worked in politics a day in his life. And he's been running for six days now since he announced his candidacy and he hasn't talked about his penis once. (laughs) What is going on? Yeah, exactly. No, you got to do the opposite. He's talked about his his penis every day. It's all he t- it's the whole campaign platform. Yeah, because that's... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because that's how you win, apparently. So, yeah. Yeah. carrying on. Stop trying to evade the questions, boys. Become a party member. Which one of these is not Bay? the Bay? name of a federal police operation? Operation Casper. Operation Plato's Cave Allegory. Operation <laughs> Deja Vu. Operation God is Watching. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that second one? I'm all in for the second one. Yeah, me too. I love that one. The federal police operations in Brazil are famously, ridiculously named. So you have uh-huh. to pick which one of these ridiculous names is fake. But they So the, the premise of the second one is that they named the operation and the name on paper would have said Plato's Cave Allegory. Not yeah, it came, it came out in the newspaper as Operation Plato's Cave Allegory. Allegory. I, I'm keeping that one. I will, I want I will not. I, uh, right, I want that one to be true. To be fair, in English, we know it as Plato's Cave. In Portuguese, we know it as the Cave Allegory. To be fair. Okay. I'm going. Plato's I, Cave Allegory. I want that one. Okay. I want that one to be false. I don't want that one to be true. So that's what I pick. I I so want that to be true. I desperately want that <laughs> to be true. So I'm keeping it. It's what I'm doing. That's going in the bank right now. Casper seems a bit tame compared to the others. Okay. The God one was cool. We had Casper. We had the Plato's ca- Cave allegory. We had Deja a friendly vu. ghost, and we had Deja and vu. God is watching. God is watching. <laughs> I just. Uh, I, I just imagine these these gruff dudes in suits who are just trying to figure out like what's the badass name we're gonna come up with, and they go oh, exactly. God is watching. Every time one of these comes out, the joke is, "I want to have the job of naming a federal police operation." Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, so we're gonna name this uh, Eagle Bites Your Neck. <laughs> yeah, that's um so. so... Okay, I'm gonna go with. I have a process. Will you stop messing? Yeah, it's it's very Um, long. Okay, all right. Okay, Casper seems boring, but I don't think I think that's true. Plato's cave allegory. I'm keeping because I love it, and I don't I don't care. I don't care if it's wrong. God is watching. I also love. But deja vu. Why would you name an operation deja vu? It already happened. They did it once. It's the second time. To arrest the same suspect from the same from yeah, the same location yeah. for the same reason. <laughs> that would be brilliant. I would love that. <laughs> it's just it's they're doing it again. Uh yeah, okay, fine. God is watching. It's a trick question. They're all true. <laughs> ah I knew it. I knew it. Interesting. So Casper wanted to end shell companies in the state of Paraíba, which in Portuguese shell companies are called ghost companies. The ah. cave allegory were criminals pretending to be federal police in the state of Pernambuco, 
déjà vu, I really have no idea why they did it because it's to end fraud and bidding processes in public office. So, you know, companies bidding to do some public contract. And God is watching is my favorite. They were arresting evangelical pastors involved in fraud in car sales. And they called it God is watching. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. I love that. Okay. How much younger than President Temi is his wife? 32 years younger, 43 years younger, 29 years younger. He is, uh, he was Dilma's vice president and took office after she suffered her coup. Can I know how old he is? He is right now 80. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have, I, I know my answer. I, But I keep answering so quickly. I'm going to go with, um, what was the biggest number? It was the last one, right? No, the biggest the... number is 43. It's 32, 43, and 29. Those are your options. Okay, I'm going to go with um, 43. And my reasoning is because of my metric I'm going with, although it doesn't work here. There's a United States former governor in Louisiana This is such a nerdy reference. He hasn't been in office since the 90s. So before I was born, he was last in office. And he's 92 or something like that. And his wife is like 27. And they oh, just gross. had a child. Oh, gross. They gross, just had a baby. Gross. Yeah, I Ew. know. I know. It's wild. It's uh, He just he was in prison for like 20 years. Like most of my life he was in prison. But uh, yeah, he got out of prison and they got married and then they had a baby. And I think, look, it, you know, I guess these really old rich guys are into having a young a Ew. woman with them. So I'm going with four, the highest one, the highest answer. Gareth? I'm going to go with, I don't know. 43, though, would mean she'd be 37 now if he's 80. Yes. Quick maths. Congratulations. Uh, uh, see that? Yep. yep. Congratulations yep. on the maths. Which is, that seems too big to me. So I'm going to go for the middle one, which the I believe is 32. Yeah. Okay. You set? Yeah. Yeah. Isaac is right. Finally. It it had to happen. The fans have been waiting. She is <laughs> 37. You can hear the adoring crowd from <laughs> They met when she was 18 and she was essentially traded for political favors by her uncle. Oh, It's disgusting. That's disgusting, yeah. Hang on. Uh, when was this, though? Was this the 16th century that this happened? Or was it... No, it was rural Sao Paulo, Brazil. So, essentially, Jesus. yes, the 16th century. Okay, right, fine. Okay, when asked about the ditch graves during the pandemic, did Bolsonaro respond with, I am not a doctor. I am not an undertaker. I am not a morgue attendant. I am not a grave digger. I actually saw him in, in my news feed today or yesterday telling people to just calm down or something. Was that the quote? I, I, I saw that. Like he said, it was like he was confronted about the amount of deaths from COVID in Brazil. And yeah. he said, just calm down or get over it or something like that. Yeah, he, that, he has said this recently. But this quote is from last year. Yeah, when the ditch graves were starting to be dug in the north of Brazil, in Manaus. Okay, so he's right. So he's Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy from Star Trek. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor. Not, not an a... engineer. Yes, we're all nerds here. <laughs> not a... Yeah, but... Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not a grave digger. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not a undertaker. I'm trying to see which one, which one fits better. So what was it? Undertaker, grave digger. Morgue attendant. Morgue do attendant doctor, doctor, undertaker, morgue attendant, grave digger. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a doctor. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> I, oh my god, the okay. wheel's turning. Just pick one. Both of you. Grave digger. Okay, Isaac. Can I hear uh, them one more time? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're such a nerd. See, he's had a taste of victory now and he wants more. I have to hold on to it. It's the power, the potential <laughs> when for the power. When asked about the ditch graves being dug during the pandemic. I'm going to chase that feeling. Did Bolsonaro respond with, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an undertaker, I'm not a morgue attender, attendant, I am not a grave, grave digger. Jesus, where did my I English think, go? I think doctor, because it just has like the least to do with the scenario. And I couldn't see Bolsonaro uh, rejecting 
being an undertaker because that sounds kind of cool. I think he would want to be that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Actually, I'm going to change it. I'm going to say I'm going to say undertaker. Actually, I, I, I'm going to use my logic and just subvert it. And maybe I'll be right. Now you're starting to think like me. Okay, Gareth is right. He said he wasn't a grave digger. Okay, the only reason I picked Grave Digger is because it's my favorite character from Hamlet. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> the only reason God, I did stop it as well. Being such a nerd. <laughs> oh Sorry. my God. Sorry. Such a nerd. Mm. Okay, which president tried to ban bikinis and miniskirts? Bolsonaro, Jânio Quadros, nope. Getúlio Vargas, Medici. Ernesto Medici. Okay, so from what I know from Bolsonaro, he's never banning bikinis or miniskirts at all. In fact, if anything, he's making them mandatory. Getulia Vargas, I don't see doing it because it would have been something that he would have tried to export. I don't know the other two. So I'm going to pick one of them. What are their names again? Jânio Quadros. He was the one with the broom. Ernesto Medici uh -huh. was one of the worst dictators during the military dictatorship. Cool. I can't pronounce either of those names at all, even though you've said them twice now, that they're not landing in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so I'm going to say number two okay. in his broom. Isaac. Broomy. I, I'm, I'm also going with the, with the broom. You said that uh, right-wing people run on anti-corruption, and this seems like a thing that a right-winger might do so i'm going with the broom broomy good on you boys you got it right ding 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 yes. we did it <laughs> yes okay two Teamwork more work makes the dream work <laughs> okay what was federal deputy ildebrando pasquale's weapon of choice to kill his victims a machete a chainsaw bow and arrow carving knife oh my god this was a jesus christ yeah this got dark. Yeah, fun, right? <clears throat> so wait, this was a this was a like a police officer. No, he was a federal deputy, and he was part of the military police. So he was part of like this murder squad. I see that that the military does to sort of kill the uh, quote unquote bad guys, and he did kill political enemies. So what was his weapon of choice? I'm gonna say hunting knife. That was the last one, right? Hunting knife? Carving knife. Carving knife? Oh, a carving knife is what I'm going to... I'm going to lock in. It it, it's, it seems like maybe the worst answer, so... Gareth? Well, because I... Because it's an image that's going to haunt me, unless I cleanse myself of it, I'm going to say a chainsaw. Jesus, Gareth, how are you doing this? You can, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> like and I, he really is not cheating. I just found uh -huh. out about this today. Yeah, like I, I didn't you. know about this. I don't know that I, I can trust this podcast anymore. <laughs> after this, <laughs> Isaac, I promise you, we wouldn't have brought you on here just to well, <laughs> just to boost your ego. <laughs> Larissa wouldn't have brought you on here just to boost my ego. I would not. I I'm really like would the, not. I'm like no. the random candidates that Putin picks to run against himself just so he can say that it's a democracy. <laughs> like, I had no chance from the beginning. I'm just here for show, and I didn't even know it. And I'm going to end up in jail or dead. <laughs> Last one. When Vice President Temer pulled support from President Dilma Rousseff, he stated he was tired of being a decorative veep. He did that by... Addressing the nation on a on a Facebook video, he accidentally hit reply all on an email. He wrote her a letter and then leaked it. He gave an interview on national news. It has to be reply all, doesn't it? Oh, I think, <laughs> it has I think to Facebook. Be. I think the Facebook is the move. I'm just thinking, if it was me, like a Facebook video would be too technologically advanced for me to work out post. Reply all, on the other hand, no, dude, I, I, I can do that all day long. This and, is a vice you know, president, though. He has resources. He's not editing his own videos, Gareth. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, is, that, is that it doesn't seem like something that you would intentionally say publicly, right? Right? I'm all in on right? Facebook. I feel good about this one. Gareth? Mm. Reply all. Reply all. Reply all to an email. You're both wrong. He's 80. He wrote a letter. <laughs> That's awesome. He even started the letter in Latin. 
with the words. Oh, did he? Verba volante, scripta manente, which means words fly, like words aren't forever, but writing remains. Is he an insufferable prick? Yes! Sounds, well, sounds there's a like shock. It. Yeah, sounds like There's it. a shock. Like, they did a video of people in his party uh, recently during the pandemic, and they were all trying to do the, the two fingers up, like, okay, on the video, and none of them could get it within the frame. It's so oh, funny. No. It's just so funny. <laughs> I was mm. doubling over. No, he's a jerk so he wrote her this letter and then the letter mysteriously leaked like it, it mm. got into all of the news <laughs> ha somehow who could know how really exactly and this was really the beginning one of the beginnings of the end for for Jilma so yeah he's just a jerk and one of the things that he says in this letter was that he was tired of being a decorative veep which, if he had read the freaking Constitution, he'd know that's what a veep is. Just a stand-in. Can I ask a question real quick about the game? Which yes. is, by how many points did I win? And, <laughs> this is and, like that Drew Carey show. The points don't matter. Yay, oh. everybody wins. Gareth is just sobbing. He did all this hard oh, work come on now. for nothing. No, I think Gareth, how many? I want to know. I'm curious, actually. Fine. I have to. I have to write a picture of an award and send it to Gareth. We made an agreement before you, yeah. while we you did. were taking care of your, we did. Uh, dogs. I think a gentleman's agreement, if you will. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Gareth, uh, <laughs> Gareth has eleven points, and Boom. Isaac has four out of fifteen total. Yeah. Oh yikes! Oh yeah. <sighs> That's a. I don't want to say the words comprehensive victory, but that's a comprehensive victory. <laughs> that's an ouchie. But this was about having fun. For me, it was, yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> Next time will go different. Okay, Gareth? I'm just letting you know. Next time, <laughs> all of you two do American... Uh, I don't know if that would be interesting. I feel like American news is so like widely broadcast. Would American trivia work? Like United States trivia? Ooh. Depends how local you're gonna get with it. Yeah, I could, I could make it, I could make it stuff that that like Americans wouldn't know, and then yeah. In that case, I'm all in on this. Yes. Oh, okay, then it's definitely. gonna be host against host. Yeah, we'll we do need that to one do day. this. We need to do this every six months, basically. Well, to be fair, though, I mean. I mean, I think it was unfair that you brought him on here, Larissa, just to torture poor Isaac by, you know, slipping me the answers beforehand so I already knew about them. I did not! Next time, I will slip you the answers, Isaac, just because of this. Just because of these shenanigans. Thank you. I appreciate that. I also just sent the picture of the trophy that I drew. Um. <laughs> oh. Gareth. <laughs> have that it's not exactly good um but it, it is i think partially it'll be in our show notes okay perfect yeah oh that is lovely it's is it recognizable at least yes okay, wonderful it is a lovely trophy <laughs> um i actually i i won a third grade election as president of the reading club when i was nine but there wasn't a trophy for it and so my dad had a trophy made, and I still have it. Oh, That's how big a nerd I am. That's a wonderful story, though. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never won anything in my life, ever, oh my until God. today! Ooh. And then finally, finally, everything has come up, Gareth. <laughs> See, you know a more about Brazil than you know that you know. I'm just really good at guessing. I'm just really good at basically... Chancing my way through life. It worked out though. I mean, you, you, uh, it worked out. I mean, I think that you guys cheated, like probably, but it, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, it was, uh, no, this was fun though. And I also, I do feel like I, even though it was just a bunch of weird tidbits of information, I feel like I learned a decent bit of stuff about Brazil through this, uh, this experience. So good. Well, here's Yay. the question, Isaac. As a runner-up prize, because because we do appreciate you so much, and you are one of our favorite people. 
in the entire world. It's basically you and President Dilmer at this point. Which of the subjects we've covered today would you like to hear a full-blown episode on? Oh, interesting. That's a lot of power. Um, mm. I guess you you two both have veto power, so at the end of the day... Well, re- really, no, Larissa does. No, no whatever you, whatever you, you say. Get to whatever pick. you say goes. Yeah. Interesting. And then Larissa has to try and turn it into, into a full-blown episode. Yes. And I'll just turn up yeah, and... Yeah, I'm trying to think of, of, um, of what would be a good episode. Okay, so... My answer will reveal just the extent of how nerdy I am. But the out of all of those that you listed, <laughs> the one that to me is actually the most interesting is the the individual who said that they they stole, but they got things done or the variation of that. To me, that is so fascinating because uh, I, I'm just I'm very interested in that as a concept. So, OK, it's <laughs> interesting. So we will do an episode based on Ademar de Barros and I think maybe the general idea of the politicians who steal but get things done. Yeah, that's a cool episode. We're really not going to talk about the guy who killed people with with a chainsaw then. No, we are. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay, good. Thank God for that. I was worried. So the the reason I'm so interested in that quote is I, again, I'm revealing nerd levels here, but I read an autobiography of a 1920s Louisiana governor, which is a state I've never been to and a time I was not alive in. However, it was Huey Long and he was basically a communist. Like He was a socialist as far left as you could go at the time. And uh, he ended up getting murdered. But he was he's known as a dictator in Louisiana who just was anti-racist and pro like just taking money from the rich and giving it to the poor. But he used these like horribly corrupt strategies to accomplish it. And to me, that's just so fascinating. Like he actually did so many good things for the state of Louisiana. And then he and then he got murdered when he was about to run for president. So, yeah. If Isaac ever does an episode of The Youth Folk that somehow, somehow deep dives into the life of Huey Long, we need to be there. Oh, yeah. Even if we're not, even if we're not guests on the episode, we just need to hang out outside yeah. just to listen in. Maybe with like some glass tumblers up against the window. Just come on over, come to uh, the United States and go to the most boring out of all 50 states, uh, Indiana, <laughs> and we've got a uh, you know, spare bedroom. We've got Isn't Indiana Leslie Nope? It is Leslie Nope, yeah. Yeah, it is. So that's, that's two awesome people we know who come from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> well, then this was wonderful. Thank you both for your time. I really enjoyed doing this. This was so much fun. Thank you. No, Isaac, genuinely, thank you so much for, for being on here. This is, this was great. Yeah. This was great, and you're wonderful. Now, again, where can people find you and your awesome, awesome, tip-top awesome <laughs> podcast? Um, I can't I can't necessarily say it, a, a necess- like it needs nine awesomes before it, but... <laughs> it does. If, if you would like to find it, um, it's the Youth Vote 1, the number one on Instagram Mm -hmm. or on Twitter. Um, And we just post regular updates as we have episodes coming out. And yeah, uh, that's kind of, that's where to find it. Excellent, excellent. You said that there was going to be a new episode uh, coming this Tuesday. Is that right as well? Every Tuesday throughout March? Yeah, so I don't know when, if you're listening to this, when you're listening to this, but every Tuesday in March, uh, there will be an episode and then we'll go back to doing a bi-weekly uh, episode when the when the series is done when the March series fantastic is done. yeah brilliant and that's available everywhere you can get podcasts I think so yeah <laughs> okay good okay good. cool everyone listen to the youth vote listen to Brazil nuts you're gonna learn so much I mean mostly from the youth vote we're just Gareth and I are just hopeless. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It is true. Again, once again, every time, every time we do this with Isaac, we go, we go. Oh, just, oh God, he's so good at this. And we're just <laughs> well, terrible, one day, what we'll do, it'll be people. the ultimate collaboration. Like two or three years from now, I'll come to Wales. We'll meet. It'll be yes. an in-person recording. It'll be awesome. So yeah, like every six Absolutely. months, we'll do an episode until I finally come to Wales. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Good. Well, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad we've landed on that. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. That is a wrap on our episode. Thank you, Isaac, for coming. Yep. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you, Isaac. Thank you, Isaac. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please remember to stay safe, take care, be good, be brilliant, and follow us, like, subscribe. Where are we at, yo? At Brazil Nuts Pod. Cool. Where are we also at, yo? BrazilNutsPod.com. Yes, we are. Be there or be square. So, from myself, from Larissa, and a special thank you to Isaac Goff Mitchell, go listen to the Youth Vote, available probably wherever you get podcasts. Thank you all. Good night. God bless. Take care. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I live on the beach, essentially. Yeah. Rub it in, bitch. (laughs) That makes me sound way cooler than I actually am. That's the thing. I don't live on the beach at all. I live five minutes walk from the beach, essentially. That's living on the beach. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, because, I mean, it's it's a walk to get there. I can't roll out my front door and, ooh, I'm covered in sand. I live seven hours away from the closest beach. Okay. Driving, not walking. I'm in about, yeah, I'm in about that same same range. It might even be a little bit longer. It might be more like ten, I think. But it, it, that walk must be tough, though, Gareth. Go ahead. Well, and tell yeah, us about because it. I legitimately yeah. don't think that I could drive seven hours in any direction and not end up in the Irish Sea. Honestly, <laughs> not even just on the bay. No, like slap bang in the middle of the Irish Sea with my car sinking, <laughs> like it's that one that turns into a submarine from James Bond. The you know the one, right? The car you drives in, in James no. Bond that turns into a submarine. Halfway through? The wheels, like, invert. Yeah. Turn into propellers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See? 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 <laughs> I am obviously in a boy conversation. Isaac, do you want a new job as a co-host <laughs> of Brazil Nuts, the podcast, perchance? I think we'd, it'd just have to be the Nuts podcast at that point. It wouldn't. There'd be no Brazil left. <laughs> <laughs> that has so many meanings. Yeah, yeah. That's a double entendre perhaps yeah Mm, mm, because we're talking about testicles oh my god way to ruin a joke gareth (laughs) that's heightening it i think you'll find Brazil Nuts is an effort by Larissa Peixoto and Gareth Davis. We'd like to thank Uster Zielinski for our graphic design. We'd also like to thank the essential workers for keeping us safe. And also, a huge thank you to Isaac Goff Mitchell for being a superstar special guest. And please remember to check out the Youth Vote podcast. It's a banger. You'll love it. Trust me. But above all else, thank you to you, our listeners. You are brilliant and beautiful. Like... A finely groomed poodle at a dog show, poised, elegant, only begging for treats when it's appropriate. Thank you for listening. Because we should have, we should have prepared for this and had like a bringer or something that you guys could buzz. Why why break with tradition at this point? When have we ever prepared for anything at all? Hey, I always prepare. I always prepare for episodes. I'm always super prepared. Uh-huh. You just want to show off because Isaac is here. This is like hoovering just before somebody comes round for dinner. <laughs> <laughs>